0: Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here. This is the live call-in show from Sunday night, July 31st, this past Sunday night, where it was you, me, and Scotty G. We took your calls for an hour, and we discussed some trades that we would make between Walt Disney World and Universal in the spirit of the Major League Baseball trade deadline that was earlier this week. So what attractions or restaurants or hotels might we trade between the two destinations and uh, make it work out better for both places? Here are our thoughts on that, and our callers come in and give us some suggestions there. What about Galaxy's Edge for a Muppet Land that was proposed back in the day? And uh, what about trading Genie Plus for Express Pass and some of the hotels back and forth in restaurants? I want to hear what you have to say for that Jody also calls in and gives us a mini trip report. We talk Gideon's cookies and coffee and cake, and we talk about her uh, great experience over at uh, Hoop-Dee-Doo Review this past week. It's a lot of fun, and hope you enjoy today's show. Don't forget, today's podcast, always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. They're over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's brguestpodcastcom Amazon. And a thank you to our patrons who make all this podcasting possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us and get in on that, please come on over to patreon.com slash podcast.
1: Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage.
0: Hey, 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 everybody, welcome to the BOGP open line for Sunday night, July 31st, 2022, the last Sunday night of the month. We're moving into August here in just a few hours, so thanks for joining us here live on Facebook and YouTube. Hope you're having a great wrap to your weekend and a great wrap to the month of July. Of course, this is Mike Roman, host of the BR Guest Podcast, so glad to have you here tuned in live or checking the show out here on Thursday on the feed if you Missed us. Where were you? We were waiting for you on Sunday night. We were hanging out there, drinking Coke Zeros, shooting the bull until you arrived. And then we just decided you're not coming. So we had to start the show. But we're going to be waiting for you next week. So don't be late. So joining me today, the guy I shoot the bull with all the time via text, phone calls, video chats, and especially this podcast almost all the time lately, your friend of mine, Scotty G up in Michigan. What's up, Scott?
2: Mike, happy to be here on the last day of the month. Today's the last day, Mike, that you can say earlier this month when we were at Disneyland. Oh, I, stop. I know that stinks.
0: I got my shirt on. I always have to have some kind of Disney. I got my I got my stolen pin from the hotel
2: room right here close. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I do for those that aren't watching. Mike is wearing an awesome Disneyland hotel shirt. I have the same one. Emily has one as well. It's like because like my thought is I, I love the D. Like the, the Disney yeah. D mm-hmm. is like one of my favorite like letters in the alphabet. And I love those flags. So like, like the Disneyland flag. So that yep. that shirt, just like, just, we saw it and we had to get it. Oh, yeah. We were like, we were in the gift shop together and we just walked right to the corner and we bought them like that right on the spot because that's what you have to do. You see something you like, you buy it. Yes. I'll give you the bell on that because the thing is, you know, we're
0: living in 2022 people. So we're coming in hot with tips right now on the Thursday show on the feed. If you're listening, if you're listening live, write this down, tell your kids, tell your grandkids, tell your significant other, when you see something in the parks, get it that time don't say i'm gonna get it when i leave the park even that day or say because back in the day we were conditioned and i guarantee you we said this probably back in like 2010 2008 when we started the show here's a good strategy and this is no longer the case we'd say ah if you see it at the magic kingdom on the first day of your trip and you're going to be there for a week yeah you yeah, just kind of shop around because you know get it towards the end of your trip or just wait till you go to world of disney world of disney has everything and you can just pick it up there on your disney springs or your downtown disney day back that's how old we are But that is not the case, Scott. We've been burned on that
2: so many times over the last probably 18 months. I got burned down at Disneyland. (laughs) My poor daughter, like, not that she didn't get enough souvenirs on this trip. You know, one less shirt doesn't hurt anyone. But it was her favorite shirt of the trip. It was this Disneyland shirt. It had, like, all the opening day attractions on the back. It might have been specific to California Adventure, actually. And she kept saying, like, oh, I'll get it next time. Oh, I'll get it next time. Elizabeth kept saying, oh, we'll get it next time. Next time came. It was gone, Mike. It was it, it was a sad moment. And you were you got to see witness to it. Like she it looked like it looked like she was gonna be in tears. Like she didn't even want the ice cream that night. She was so I upset. know, dude. That I was like,
0: Hey, I'll eat your ice cream. If you're gonna be sad exactly. about it, you know, with some like I mean you were the beneficiary cream. of that. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean it's Gibson girl, right? On Main Street at Disneyland, we're not gonna have that. That's that's wrong. But yeah, I know I get it. And the thing is, too, what's weird about supply chain issues, especially at Disney. I mean, we say, here's the weirdest thing. And we, I love talking about weird things that have happened to us on Disney vacations. And we've kind of turned the Sunday night shows into that over the past, at least this summer, which I kind of enjoy. Last week was about bird encounters. And I have a follow up to that in just a minute. But we were there and I don't even think it was that first trip back. I know it wasn't that first trip back after COVID reopening. We went in August. I think it was a subsequent trip after that. We were looking for just regular Mickey Mouse ears. I mean, just the old original. Where are mine that you gave me? They're somewhere on the shelf here. Well, it's it's an audio podcast anyway, because there's not you know most people aren't watching. But they're the regular black, you know, Mickey Mouse ears, and they did not have them anywhere on property at Walt Disney World. That was the when that happened. That's like the craziest thing, right? I mean, Walt Disney World did not have ears. I mean, not like some, some kind of specialty glow with the show ears. No, they were the standard. Mickey ears, they're like, sorry, we don't have them right now. I was like,
2: Wait, you still can't, you still can't, you can't. The story goes like, I always buy them for people at work because we all have uh, the company I work for, we all have like a name tag or name badge on our desk, which is really formal. But to be funny, like, that's how I am. I buy everyone mouse ears with their name on it as to sit on their desk as another name tag, like an alternate name tag. And I cannot find them anywhere. I did get lucky at Disneyland, though, right? Like, mm-hmm. I did find some ears at Disneyland, so I, I pivot. I made a pivot, you know, like I'm just going to buy the Disneyland ears. They basically look the same. The patch is just different. And then I went back to collect them. I don't know if I shared the story. I think I told you, but I was like, you know what? I got Mike those Walt Disney World ears. I'm going to get him a set of Disneyland ears to remember this trip by. And then they were out of the yep. adult ears. Yep. <laughs> look, I got the last ones. Again, sad trombone sold out again. I
0: know, seriously. So when you see something, get it. That's the lesson, for, t- that's the lesson for today's show. So this when you see it. Get it. Don't regret it because you're looking forward to it. So that's just kind of one of those things. So we're going to get into some stories today. Um, If you are a sports fan, it is the trade deadline in Major League Baseball. So your favorite player may be on the move this weekend. You know, before Tuesday, before the show comes out on the feed, the Cardinals may have a really good right fielder. Who knows? JS. (laughs) Who knows? But we might also be down like seven minor leaguers. And I was thinking about this. Hypothetically. If the Disney and Universal had to work out a trade, what would be a fair trade? Like what would be like something that that maybe would be because a trade realistically, I've thought about because I'm a baseball fan. So, Scott, you're a sports fan too, baseball fan. And you're really into the statistics because you play Stratomatic and all that stuff. But when you're looking to make a trade in sports, realistically, it's supposed to be a mutually beneficial trade. Transaction, Right. It's supposed to benefit both teams or both sides. You know, it's supposed to fill a need on both sides. You're not really supposed to ring out, you know, the Lou Brock for Broleo when the Cardinals stole him from the Cubs. But the thing is, if like, you know, say Universal and and Disney had like assets that, oh, this, you know, thing that Disney has would better suit Universal. And this thing that Universal has maybe be a better fit over at Walt Disney World, a character, an attraction, a restaurant. What might that be? So I thought that'd be something we might talk about tonight. Kind of a a trade deadline kind of thing here. You got to bring it in and bring it to us. And we'll uh, say yay or nay on that trade because the commissioner has the final say. And that'll
2: be us. But what do you think, Scott? Anything like that? I mean, I kind of got a trade, but it would only benefit Walt Disney World. That's fine. That's who we want to win. (laughs) (laughs) But that's that. And maybe they can just throw like a, because sometimes you can throw cash considerations into a trade. But, like, I would love Walt Disney World to get those Marvel rights, you know? Like, there's that that rule or whatever, or like, east of the Mississippi. Like, Disney can't have Marvel in the parks. I mean, they have Guardians. That's kind of, like, a little stretch. But they can't have, like, Spider-Man or any of their, like, characters that they actually own in the parks. It kind of bugs me. So, that would be, like, my trade. Like, can we get those rights back and we'll throw you X amount of dollars?
0: See, I would go the opposite way because we have different thoughts on this. I would trade... All Marvel properties <laughs> gone anything like because I didn't even I, I went into Adventures campus at, at DCA and again it's not my thing I've never seen a Marvel movie so it just it felt like six flags to me and I know that that's the aesthetic they're going for but like six flags to me is our six flags at least is very like DC comics. You know, right. because, like, you walk in, it's like Batman, it's Gotham City, it's all like the, you know, the steel and the dark, and you know, the Dark Knight and all the black and the, you know, stuff like vandalism and stuff, and that's kind of what the feel of, I did like them's Test Kitchen, the food was awesome, even though it was like, yeah. it was cute looking, but another thing, but the thing is, like, I would trade all the Marvel things, and I would be like, in return, in return, we get Cabana Bay, we get Royal Pacific, and... The player to be named later will be Portofino Bay. So you throw those in, and maybe a to- maybe a toothsome's, you know, and you throw that in. Like maybe that's like the bag of balls or the, the cash consideration. Yeah. So would we make that trade? Would that would that pass the gusto? They get all of our Marvel, but we get
2: those three resorts and toothsome's. <laughs> So I'm all for the resorts, but what's that going to do? The park capacity. Maybe we actually could, like. Can we throw in a theme park too while we're at it?
0: I don't know. <laughs> we, yeah, I mean, would you, uh, okay, would that's you, a fun game. Would you? make the trade? Would you make the trade? Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach for Volcano
2: Bay? A two. I've never been the Vol- i never been to Volcano, Volcano Bay, November. so I, I I can't really answer that. But I love Typhoon though. Like I do. Too. I know. I know. Volcano Bay is supposed to be technically a theme park, not a water park. They consider that their third gate, but. And I hear so many awesome things about it, but I would I would keep Typhoon because I really like Typhoon Lagoon. Volcano Bay I, is pretty sweet though. Yeah, you know I mean? know I, it's probably not a it's probably not a popular pick I just made there, but it's
0: it's fun to think about though. So I like bringing up these topics because hopefully you could talk about it with your kids, with your significant other, you know, as you're riding down the car. Like it's just something to think about if you're on a run, you know. Like say right. you're on a run, walking the dog, and you get home, and you're like, hey, "Let's talk about something tonight at dinner." Like hypothetically, we got to make a trade, even if you're not a sports fan. So we're going to open up the phone lines, 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395. I also saw earlier today, right before we went on the air, that uh, unfortunately, Pat Carroll, the voice of Ursula, passed away uh, this afternoon, 95 years old. So she lived a long and uh, very successful uh, life. But I was going to ask you this. Who do you think? What's the scariest animatronic to you? In any of the parks, is it is it that big Ursula that was in um, the Voyage of Little
2: Mermaid over at the studios? That big one that pops—that that thing is gigantic. Yeah, that thing is scary. And I want to say I believe Pat Carroll has been the only person to ever voice Ursula. I want to say I Seriously? read that somewhere because yeah, you know, like cool. sometimes yeah. they'll do like sequels to these movies and they'll bring like a like one voice act a voice alike. You know, but I want to say she is a hundred percent always done Ursula. So that's that's. I mean, it was going to happen at some point. She lived a long, great life. So that's that's still a bummer to hear um can i get back to you on the scariest because you just kind of put me yeah, on the no spot idea. i like I'll that tell question the, yeah. for our callers today though what is the scariest yeah, yeah. Animatronic?
0: So just trying to throw some stuff out there so we can have some conversations over the next hour so the phone lines are open now i believe uh if i have it set up right 407-413-9395 so we're waiting for the calls to come in and don't wait till the back end of the show that's what happens every week uh start calling now if you would but we have some trades proposed yeah. um in the chat now of course jason's our good cubs fan Sorry. Yeah, Wilson Contreras, he's gone. Okay, so we can just move on past that. I can't believe he's actually starting tonight against the Giants. That's just David. uh, David, uh, who's the manager? David. He gave the double birds earlier this week. I don't know. Oh oh my gosh, (laughs) David Ross. You oh, okay, just yes. look up the meme. Um, so anyway, yeah, by the fact that he's playing Contreras tonight on Sunday Night Baseball, he's just playing chicken with the whole like franchise's future. I don't know
2: what he's basically doing. totally. Yeah.
0: Why would you play him? anyway? Uh, Stephen Reed says, would you trade Genie Plus for Express Pass? You've used both.
2: Yeah, would you, I would, would you
0: make that. I would make that trade probably.
2: And it would probably work with like if you're staying at a deluxe resort right. or whatever. Yeah, like I would make that trade for sure. in a heartbeat.
0: But what, okay, but let's let's think about it though. Let's think about it though. So, what would the people, so would you make it so people in values and moderates like couldn't buy Genie Plus? It would only be like if you're in a deluxe, you get Express Pass, and everybody else just sorry. Because I think that's how
2: maybe. it works. Because you can't buy Express yeah. Pass, can you? No, you right? can buy Express Pass. It, oh, yeah, you can. It, yes, you okay. can. But it is expensive. Then throw that as an option. You can still yeah. buy Express. But then is it going to get watered down? Because the problem is, I think there's so many more. Guest visiting in the Walt Disney World parks versus universal where like if you made that available I think it's going to kind of be like genie plus is going to get watered down everyone's going to use it and then the standby lines are either always going to be two hours for something because there's so many people in the express line so oh maybe I need to weigh my options on this Mike I don't know if I do like that considering that yeah I don't know because the thing
0: was like I think we both agree that at Disneyland we had very very positive things to say about genie plus like I liked it a lot I thought I mean, that was I, I and people are gonna be shocked that I'm saying this. Like that twenty bucks we spent a day was probably the best twenty bucks a day that I spent at Disneyland yeah. each day of the trip because we got our photo pass pictures and genie plus and we used the crud out of that thing.
2: Yeah. And I tell you, like it was easier there too, because it was we always talk about like, you know, paying for your trip in advance or like putting all these things into a package. I just looked at it as like one giant same. package, yeah, not like Every day of my trip, I had to log in and hit I accept or yeah, I'm, I want to purchase this. Then you think about it more. Where we just already had it paid with a, with our tickets, like, all right, yep, yeah, no brainer. And then I think that might have been part of the reason why we liked it more because we didn't even think about the cost. That's 100% that
0: true for me because that, that's why you select like the dining plan too. All right, uh, we have a first call of the night from the 603 area code. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, guys, this is.
1: On the screen, it's called Swansea Searcher on uh, YouTube, but my name is Brandon from New Hampshire.
0: Hey, Brandon or Swansea Searcher, <laughs> thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. How's it going tonight?
1: Not too bad. I just wanted to let you guys know that even coming from New Hampshire, my wife and I come down a couple of times a year, usually in May and December, and we've had nothing but great success with the Genie Plus app. I know there's a lot of complaints, people not using it, but if you familiarize yourself with it beforehand, We've done all the major rides without an issue throughout the day without standing in a single standby ride.
0: So that's fantastic. That is. That's good. And you know what? You're not the only one saying that. I think sometimes, and I don't think sometimes, I think that uh, social media social tends, media, tends yes. to lend itself to the mm-hmm. negative. You know what I'm saying? Like it tends to percolate to the top and it's more. It's kind of like social media just sends back a rage engine. Right. And like people see a bad thing and they go, "Oh yeah, I'm going to jump in on this. We don't necessarily see the positive. So but let me ask you this because you've had success for it. So what would you say was the key to making the system work for you guys? Was it kind of also getting there early and supplementing with Genie Plus or did you have any other tips?
1: Well, I mean, the biggest thing is, being that we're out of state, you know, we come from New Hampshire, it was nice to be able to do it for our entire trip ahead of time. Now we have to do it in the mornings, you know, day of trip. But that 7 o'clock thing, I mean, you're in Disney. Nobody wants to get out of bed that early in the morning. But I always made my first one, you know, right off the bat in the morning. We're not down there to hit 500 rides every day. We want to hit the major rides every day. So you book the first one at 7 o'clock. You pick for the park open, get in there by 11. You know, because most of the parks open around nine, you start booking them and make sure you book them as soon as you get onto that queue. As soon as you check into that ride, you can book your next one. I mean, we're, you know, we're haunted mansion, we're space mountain, we're, you know, big thunder, we're, you know, every Remy's Ratatouille. Yeah. We had the lightning lanes because it's only my wife and I that go down. So the extra 15 bucks per person, whatever. To not pay for Rise of the Resistance would be a crime for us. You know what I mean? So it's $30 for us to ride Rise of the Resistance. For a family of five, yeah, I can understand the expense difference and the amount of effort it takes, but you don't have to be on your phone all day either by any means.
0: That's a good point. Scott, I mean, Scott can attest to this. Like, we did the exact same thing where at Disneyland, as soon as we touched into an attraction, like I really remember one day we touched into Indiana Jones at Disneyland. And then we just turned to, to uh, Elizabeth, Scott's wife, because she kind of just took over the role. She of, was our captain. Yeah, she was like <laughs> yes. our genie plus captain. OK, so what what do we have available to us right now? Because even though we didn't have to wait in a line for, for Indiana Jones, we were still 10 minutes from getting on the ride because that queue so long. We had to walk so far. So we had the discussion while we walked up to board the vehicle. And it was like you're just not wasting any time. Basically, you're standing in two lines at once.
1: Exactly. And and I think that's the way to optimize it. Even if it only saves you ten to fifteen minutes on the next ride, because you can rebook the next one as soon as you use it. Even if it buzz light years.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Right. Right. And, And that's I think that's the beauty of it too. I mean, there's two it's kind of two pronged, like you said, it's the headliners that you're looking for initially. But then what we did was, you know, for a while there we just kind of looked and saw, okay, what's open next? Like, what can we ride in the next 10 minutes? And so we just went, you know, what's nearby, you know, and so we would do, you know, like Mr. Toad
2: or, you know, I don't think I have one, but we did, you know, and we like would do little, it tomorrow and we did a lot of yeah. buzz. Right. And then Autopia. Autopia. Yeah. I mean, we just Maybe throw a stick yeah. down in there yeah. while we would just hang out in that land and just hit all those on Genie plus. And yeah, it worked out great. And I love hearing this feedback, Brandon, because I personally have only used like one or two, two separate days at Walt Disney World, and they were like a race weekend, which is like, or spring break, which was super busy. So I love hearing your feedback saying like, yeah, you know, we went into it with this up in mind, you know, we were going for the big attractions and it worked out great. I love hearing like that positive feedback. Cause I think it really is better than how Mike was saying that the social media just blows it out.
1: Oh, well, I'll tell you, the biggest thing that I do is before I book our trips, cause we always go in May, we always go in December. Is I always look at around the country calendar schedules, being that we don't have young children i look at school breaks when the cheering competitions are going to be out we stay at coronado springs i know the schedule so i know which week to pick that the parks are not at peak like we always go the second week of december or the like six days into december you know because i look at when who's going to be there and who's not that's my biggest thing too to make sure that we can optimize our park days yeah, that's that, awesome.
0: Yeah, if you're, if you don't if want to go the first week of May if you're not looking for cheerleaders. I'm <laughs> just saying, that's <laughs> really Absolutely.
1: And don't stay at all stars.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah or, or Coronado, even. They kind of spill over to the moderates sometimes. You know, that, you know those yep. are great tips. Okay, so, yeah, it, uh, I want to ask you, though, about uh, the your. The only other thing I wanted to comment Go, go on ahead. Go, on, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Exactly I was going exactly to bring like, up your trade, trade, but go trade. ahead.
1: I'm not a Star Wars guy. I would trade <laughs> Galaxy's Edge <laughs> to get what we were promised with Muppets Land before Jim Henson passed away.
0: That's what I was going to bring up. Yeah. I don't know how popular this was. So let me just throw in an aside because this has, I was thinking about this when you, when you brought this up because, um, my uh, brother and sister-in-law, been over at our house last couple of days with my nephew, who's four and he's all of a sudden his interest has churned from dinosaurs to cars and Muppets. And so he came over and oh. immediately starts like destroying the house, like he's you know he's a four year old boy. And he's like you know he's like rah. And we don't have any little kids anymore, so like he just pulls like just starts pulling stuff. So I get Disney Plus out. I'm like he pulls out a DVD and I'm like I, I don't know if our DVD player works, so I just fire up Disney Plus and put on the old Muppet movie from like '79. I think it was the other you know, original. Oh the original. Had, oh yeah. I'm like because he he wants to see because like, it was like, the, you know the the one with um the guy from How I Met Your Mother is like the DVD like. That he pulled off the shelf, but I was like, oh, "Muppets are Muppets," and I like that movie from back in the day. So I fired up on on uh, Disney Plus, and he's watching it. And it got me to think, and then I put on Muppet Caper because they were here so long. Watch out! And after Jim Henson was actually in that one, like in a cameo, I think. I thought I saw him sitting at the table getting his picture taken by Fozzie. I, or, uh, yeah, uh
1: pulled the old Stan Lee trick where he'd show up in a few of the movies. Yeah,
0: because I thought that was him. But I mean, it's like there's so I never realized how many like big stars are in those movies. Like Richard Pryor was in. I was like, I go to my brother, I was like, is that Richard Pryor in the great in the Muppet movie? And it was, and like Steve Martin and anyway. Burt Reynolds. Yeah, I was like, dude, this is awesome. Because yeah, I was, you know, I was like. Eight when I saw it when I was getting anyway, but the thing is, that'd be a hard sell because I mean, Star Wars is so huge. But man, I would love to see it. And Scott and I tend to go to Mama Melrose to eat the night before the marathon each year. And I had heard the rumors that that was supposed to be like a Muppet restaurant, and you can kind of see like where there would be that conveyor belt of like the Muppets making the food and you know all the props going through the restaurant. I would really almost give anything to have a Muppet Land. You're ex- a Muppet movie ride like they, they proposed to? What are you missing? What would you really, really like to see?
1: Uh, my biggest thing would be like a Christmas overlay, like the Muppet's Christmas Carol. That's my go-to movie every Christmas season. I mean, I've watched that thing probably 20 times every season. The songs are great. The music's great. It's just amazing to watch my childhood come back to life. And of course, I was born in 79. I'm not quite as old as you guys, but um, we're in the same generation, you know what I mean. But it's amazing to hear that a four-year-old was interested in the Muppets because my daughter, who's now 25, never even really heard of the Muppets.
0: I, th- well, I think well, he's into Muppet Babies, is what it is. I think uh, you know because the thing was, like, I looked at his iPad because he got, he pulled the thing was he started going through our DVDs and he pulled the Muppet one down. But I think he saw the Muppets and he and he always asked me like, "Who's who?" He's like, "Who are these old guys?" And so I was like, oh yeah, Stanley oh, and Waldorf. I'm like, those are my favorites. I'm like, that's my boy Scott and myself. That's what we're gonna do. So anyway, yeah, so but he's uh you know, he's asked, so I'm like, oh, we'll watch it. And so, but then I looked at his little iPad that he takes with him and he had Muppet Babies going. But I mean it's the same like they have the same names, so you know, still Gonzo and and everybody. And uh yeah. but you know, and I'm like, that's Dr. Teeth, that's the electric. So I was giving him the you know, the whole, you know, that's the electric mayhem band, you know, but he, he knew animal and all that. So yeah, it's one of those things though he Kids are still into it. I mean, he's all of it. They're gonna they're they're gonna take him out to Cars Land because he's super into cars. Like after they saw our pictures when we were out there, they're like oh, we gotta take him out there. I was like, you have to take him there. It's so cool. Oh, Cars Land, so cool. Then, so then I would just say, I love this idea.
2: Because you've heard me mention this before, Mike. Like I don't think we need to have two Galaxy Edges. I really in in the U.S. Well, because we didn't even but, go to Galaxy's Edges seven yeah. days. So, in Disneyland. so maybe just leave the one in Disneyland and convert the one we have in Florida to a Muppets Land or or something like. Because I don't, I don't think yeah. you need to have both. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I know. I agree. Difference probably not a popular opinion because it's not, it's not my favorite land. It's not. But I know people love it. But it. I'm actually kind of disappointed in Galaxy's Edge. I hope I hope I don't get some hate email or on Twitter but like it's not my favorite. I will just say that. It's cool, but like I would like to have different things on each coast, you know? So like I would love to see one in Disneyland or vice versa and have a Muppets in, one, in replacement. I'm all for that.
1: I would, I would go yeah, for to that. To be honest with you, the, the only draw for me in Galaxy's Edge is Rise of the Resistance. I mean, Millennium Falcon, you can have a good ride, you can have a bad ride, depending on who's the pilot. I still love Star Tours. It's great that it's outside of Galaxy's Edge. But other than that, I mean, if I was a diehard Star Wars nerd, yeah, making the lightsaber, making the the droids, stuff like that might be interesting, but I'd so much rather be immersed in a Muppets environment that I grew up with, you know, pigs in space, you know, stuff like that.
0: That's true. And but the thing, I mean, Disney's really, really tried to to make the Muppets happen. Right. I mean, they've really, they brought back that show it was just a couple of years ago, like the Muppets kind of like an office spoof and you know, they had the Jason Segal, I think was his name. The the that's the the DVD he pulled off the shelf. Right. And I think that was super successful. And I'm glad that they do try to bring them back around. But I just the thing is here here's what kind of gets me kind of with again, just culture in general. Like if something isn't as big as like a Star Wars franchise, like it's deemed not a success. And not everything has to be like a top five franchise. Like it's okay for something to just get a decent following. You know what I'm saying? Like in sports, your team is not going to win the World Series every single season. That doesn't mean you're not going to have a good season. You know, the, for example, our Cardinals, we signed Albert Poulos this year. And, you know, we've got these old guys coming back. And I told Mallory, I was like, we're probably not going to win the World Series this year, but at least we're going to have a fun season and we're going to enjoy it. Like, we're going to have a good summer. It's going to be fun. We're going to make some memories. We're probably not going to win the World Series. And that's fine. You know, like I, I just think like Disney, they they have to go for broke all the time and they just can't have like a... Yeah, you know, this it's pretty good. You know, pretty good is pretty good, and it's fine. In, in my case, I don't know. How do you feel about that?
1: I mean, great moments in Muppets history was amazing in Liberty Square. I mean, come on. Yes, why would you get rid of that? Yeah, that was fantastic. The, oh. And why didn't you theme the barbecue restaurant more toward the Muppets versus giving it like a virtual nod? Same thing with Pizza Rizzo's. I know they get a really bad rap. Yeah, it's not, it's Disney pizza. It's not fantastic. But the original idea was to have rats Serving you your pizza, yeah. that was off-putting. I thought that would be fantastic. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you're It'd Disney, so great. I mean, it awesome. would be so awesome. It's not off-putting because you're at Walt Disney World. I mean, if you're like in the real world and rats are serving you pizza, that's problem. But you're at Walt Disney. Mean, Ratatouille is a famous ride
1: say. in a famous movie. Exactly.
0: You know? I mean, what on the on the fantasy and the dream? I mean, what what's the name? uh, uh not, Oh, the not Remy Paul, restaurant. Yeah, Remy, yeah, yeah Remy. Yeah. I mean, it's named after a rat. <laughs> it's the most expensive restaurant on the ship. Uh, anyway, That's don't me wrong, yeah. It is. But you were anyway, are great to I to
1: you recently. I just found your podcast, and and I knew you had the live-in show. I've done podcasts in the past with uh, metal detecting stuff. That's what I do here in New England as a hobby. But it was fantastic talking to you guys. I don't want to keep you up. I want to let other people get in. But it was amazing. Your podcasts have really been amazing to listen to. It's a completely different podcast versus the other Disney ones, of course, because I'm a nerd. And uh, that I've listened to, it's it's more personal. You know what I mean. So you guys have these trips together, you talk about it versus telling facts or restaurant reviews or how to use Genie Plus and all this other crap. I already know how to do that. You guys, <laughs> personal experiences is what I love listening to.
0: We appreciate that because we figure That's you awesome, guys Brandon, probably and I appreciate to do that. that. Absolutely. Hey, so what's your podcast though? Because I'm a nerd. I like that kind of stuff. Like I like radio scanners and retro stuff. So I'll check yours out too. What's the show?
1: No, I I don't do my own podcast. Oh, you don't? I'm I thought thing. you did. Okay, I thought you did. Many, like many other ones. If you just search Swansea searcher in Google, you're going to see them on YouTube videos. You're going to see it on Spotify. You're going to see it on Spreaker. You're going to see it everywhere.
0: All right, well, check it out. Hey, don't be a stranger, and uh, hopefully, we'll catch you at Walt Disney World sometime. But yeah, you know, I'm Appreciate always it, guys. problem Have is though
2: not in May, Mike, because yeah, you'll that's be that's in the first week a, of May. That's the
0: problem is I go to the times when you don't go. Whenever I'm there, you do not want to be there. <laughs> You see me, you're like, oh, crap, I went the wrong
2: time. I'll tell you, we were there
1: in May, and it was 96 (laughs) degrees, and we actually watched uh, Spaceship Earth get hit by lightning, and the monorail stopped right in front of it.
2: Oh, wow.
0: That's not good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's not good.
1: Yeah. No, that was a scary situation. We went to the Skyliner. We tried to go back to uh, Pop, which we stayed in in May, and uh, we walked to the front of the park, and that lightning strike, I mean, that was... The most threatening lightning strike I've ever seen. And then the monorail stopped within like 15 feet of uh everybody calls it the ball. I call it spaceship earth, but whatever. It stopped and everybody ran for the bus line.
2: (sighs) Wow.
0: Which is probably the worst thing to do.
2: (laughs) Me and Mike always talk about like craziest moments in Walt Disney World. We'll do like as a topic sometimes. Like, Brandon, you might win. Like you're definitely in the top five with that answer. That's why. Yeah, you're up there. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that was absolutely nuts. I mean, they were, the cast members were literally telling people to go underneath Spaceship Earth because the lightning was coming down so quick in so many different directions.
0: That's what I'm thinking. You want to be you don't want to run for the bus at that point. You probably want to cover, you know, have have a little cover at least for a minute. Yeah, duck
1: and cover drills like from the World War II <laughs> yep. era. Yes, the <laughs> duck and
0: cover. Yep. Aren't you supposed to like you know put your like stick your butt up or something, you know, so if you get struck, you get hit there. You know, so I've always heard <laughs> don't I don't hold know, maybe, up maybe to it's a years if they got metal in them. Just, yeah, exactly. See if you're an idiot and see if you do that. I don't know. Who knows? That's what everybody told me. Hey, don't be a stranger though, and have a good week and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely, guys. Thank you. All right, take care. Bye bye. Nice. I love it. First time caller. Great that day was day. Awesome. That's awesome. It's awesome. Mean, I love first great time callers. too. Great points.
2: Now let he me add- do what we always do when Emily was younger. We'd always try to find those times where like people are in school or whatever, avoid spring breaks. Yeah, like, man, smart. I miss doing that. Dude,
0: when we're <laughs> empty nesters, that's totally what we're doing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not too long. We have some
0: uh, uh trades here. Uh let's see here in the uh live chat. Just uh so we can go over these. Uh d- again, the phone number's 407-413-9395. 9395 You want to give us a call? Steven says, trade Chafek for anything Universal has. Good job. Uh, okay, Epcot trade. Dan has one. Guardians, Frozen, and Beauty and the Beast to the Magic Kingdom. Okay, we're doing an inner, oh, it's a inner Walt Disney yeah. World trade here. Okay, so we're, th- we're sending Guardians, Frozen, and Beauty and the Beast over to the Magic Kingdom in exchange for It's a Small World, Carousel of Progress, and Space Mountain. I I like it except for Space Mountain. I don't think Space Mountain fits at Epcot, but either does Guardians yeah. then in that case I don't know because I kind of I kind of like it. It's a small yeah, world. Could, it's kind I of could, like could, an international thing. Carousel of Progress yeah. kind of fits Future World. You know, like the old Future World. I
2: it's don't so know. Smart. Mountain kind of can too in a way. I feel like with, with Tomorrowland, kind of yeah. 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 Eh. I like it. Do we? I could get in. I could buy into that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Throw in a Casey's and we're good. <laughs> no. Okay. So we got to throw in like one minor thing from one, one way or the other. What would you throw in? Like, um, let me think what would fit from like one of the parks
2: to the other. Oh man. One park to another. Mm, I would like see. to, um,
0: what about uh regal regal Eagle to uh Liberty square? Regal mm-hmm. Eagle goes to the magic kingdom
2: or main street. I would be down for that because I would like some more dining options at Magic Kingdom, <laughs> to be honest. So I'm all for that. We need to balance some of Epcot and Magic Kingdom's dining. So, yeah, I would, that'd be a win for sure. Okay, so if we
0: sent Regal Eagle over to the Magic Kingdom, what at the Magic Kingdom do we have to send back to, to Epcot, the, <laughs> dining-wise? there's like that, It could be like a snack place.
2: Yeah, um, we could just send back <laughs> Pinocchio's. <laughs> <laughs> just some Pinocchio Village House. That's
0: like over. giving a bag of, like, dirty batting practice balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, let's see. Oh, man. Jason. I like the trades. Yeah, I do like this. Jason, our good Cubs fan. Would you trade the Walt Disney World Marathon for the Disneyland Marathon? I would not, because there's something so special about Walt Disney World Marathon and going through four theme parks and... I don't know, though. No, I would not trade it. But then I was going to say going through, like, the water parks. But really, all she's doing is running through the parking lots when it's 100 Listen, degrees. Just think about how miserable you oh, are. Oh, dude, that for was like, so miserable. For, like, 22 of those 26 miles is miserable. <laughs> yeah, so the other day, I was booking something for Princess for a new guest. And she was so sweet. She was just a sweetheart. And she's like, thank you so much for booking this room for me for Princess, blah, blah. And so in her response, she's like, I wish you all the magical miles in your training, you know, between here and February. I was like, and I, I, I answered her back. I don't know if I was like in a bad mood or it was like late at night or whatever. I told her, I was like, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I was like, most of the miles in training are magical, but they're not always all magical. Some of them are really ugly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I hope she <laughs> understands what I was saying. Cause it's just like, yeah. some of them are not always, I do have an oh,
2: answer for your animatronic. Remember you're talking about yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah, Ursula. Yeah. That is like kind of scary. I mean, this one's kind of like an, a no-brainer one, but just to bring the conversation back, the Yeti and the Matterhorn, like is really like like freaky. Like, I it mean is. that actually can scare you. <laughs> like the first time you're on it, if you're not expecting it, like it's scary. So I
0: think back in the day, they didn't go so much for cute and fuzzy as they did like nightmare-inducing. I mean, just think about the walk-around <laughs> yeah. characters you see from any pictures of like the 70s. Like right. just proportions were not correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's no wonder our generation is so uh crazy i mean it's just uh yeah those things were crazy let's see here we got what kind of
2: meet and greet would you like to see mike like is there a character that's missing talking about like old characters you know is there a meet and greet that you would just like to see like like another star wars one or or any any ip that that's missing that's a tough one because you know i don't walk around while like a guy dressed up as walt disney maybe (laughs) Like, wouldn't that be kind of funny? Like, it would. But
0: see, I don't really go around for meet and greets. I know some people are like yeah. totally into it. Like, there's that Heather girl on Twitter that t- posts oh, yeah. her pictures. Yeah, Heather's all awesome. The, yeah, Heather. Yeah. Heather W. You know, she posts her pictures of like all the characters, and I mean, all the characters. And like, I, you know, I, I I'll get my picture with Mickey Mouse. You know, and like, if I go to a character dinner, that's awesome because they just come right up to you. You know, Chip and Dale or Goofy. But I, yeah. I don't seek them out. But I'm trying to think like. I do, you know, Buzz Lightyear is my favorite character because I just think that his sense of humor is funny. I've always worked, you know, I worked at space camp. I was always a kid that was into space. So I always try to get Buzz if he's around. But yeah, it's a good question. I have to think about that. Like for somebody who's like underrepresented that you just don't see, right. is there somebody you wish you saw that that's never been around? Um,
2: just off the top, I was just thinking about it. Like you talked about Mama Melrose earlier. Like I would love to see... Well, actually, this actually not even my Rose. you could just do this at Tony's because Tony's is, exists. Like, I would love to see the guy like the Tony, like sing the song like Bella note like around the restaurant. Jeez. like not necessarily, like you can go and meet him, but he's just like entertainment in the restaurant, like the ukulele player at Ohana. like how cool would that be if he's just singing Bella Note" to the restaurant. I don't know. just like little things like that would be kind of fun, yeah.
0: so if you want to get down in this game, four yeah. seven, four one, three, nine three, nine, five. now they're doing this on the wish, right? they're They're taking the restaurants to the next level where. Yeah there's a frozen restaurant. So it's not just, I mean, if you think about the inter, inter- of like these restaurants. So the magic and the wonder, if you've kind of followed the Disney cruise line, they, they came out with this idea for animators palette. One of the restaurants where if you ever ate in the, the originals on the, on the classic ships, like the walls kind of were like grated. You didn't notice it. They were black and white walls, but they had like little holes in them. They're perforated. And so throughout the dinner, the walls would slowly go from black and white to color because they had lights on the backside. You just didn't see them. And so these, these animated cells would come to color, and they looked like color cells. It was a really cool effect. It still is if you sell these ships. Yeah. It's awesome. But then they took that to the next level on the fantasy... And I'll continue that with what's now happening on the wish. And I think we could take, they take a lot of these ideas and move them to world from the ships. I think we've seen like the, the, how the the hotel rooms are laid out nowadays. Lots of the hotel rooms are getting cues from the ships, but we got our caller. So let's get our caller in here. Hey, he's joining us.
3: Hey, Mike and Scotty G it's Jody. What's
0: going on, Jody. Hey, how's it going? You just got back.
3: It's going great. Okay. So We're talking about the Muppets, and I don't want to turn this into a Muppet show. However, no no, no. no pun intended there. Um, But I have to tell you, Mike, you just took us on that just booked that trip for us that we just got back from last week, and we were lucky enough to get the Sam the Eagle photo shoot, which was still going on in July at Liberty Square. We stalked that photograph photographer for days. They weren't there until the last day, and I—I'm not kidding you. When we saw that photograph, that photo path photographer there with that, that picture. I think i ran up and like gave the guy a huge gigantic bear hug. Cause I was so excited to get that Sam <laughs> the Eagle photo. It was I know he wasn't real, and he wasn't a character, and it was a magic shot, but that's all I wanted on
0: that trip. <laughs> okay, so now you just brought up, I love Sam Eagle. Now, I would love to, okay, I hate to say, you totally brought Sam Eagle is the bomb. Because you know me, I'm like patriotic, right? I mean, i got to play my 4th yep. of July song. I mean, I'm all about it. Sam Eagle is the best Muppet ever. And we haven't, an, I don't know if we've officially announced this yet, but for the podcast crews, we have a theme. And we're going to This is spill the beans right here. Our podcast, we decided this on our trip when we were at Disneyland over when we were in uh, Pacific Wharf having Pacific dinner. Pacific Wharf. Yeah, yeah having like, we're, soup, we're, we're soup like soup bowls. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're having uh, soup bowls. This is the theme. It's going to be this. This podcast cruise is going to be a salute to all podcasts. But mostly the be our guest podcast. So there you go. That's our theme. We're gonna have to work with it. I love it. But in, in, you know, it's a, it's a Sam Eagle line. So yeah, no, but so yeah, Sam Eagle, perfect. And we can turn it into a Muppet show anytime you like. I'm liking this, this this vibe tonight.
3: But seriously, like, how fun would it be to get a Sam Eagle character photo shoot? Or I, I hear back in the day they used to have Kermit ones, but apparently he was gigantic and a little freakish like he was he was like seven foot two or something which i don't quite get because kermy should be smaller than humans he's not a frog. Bigger, but
2: yeah he shouldn't be that big <laughs> no there is exactly.
3: video there is
0: video yeah there, there would be more muppets you know there was a show at the studios i've seen it like that they were huge like these muppets they were they were just again what's up with that like who makes these things and says these things are a good idea like when the muppets like you said are seven foot tall I mean that's just like if you're a kid. that's, I mean shoot, that freaked me out. Like I would be like Pam, I can't sleep. <laughs> not, Why can't you sleep? Because seven foot Kermit's chasing me around in my dreams. I can't. I can't deal with it. Miss Piggy. You know, I don't know what's going on. No, but th- it was a real thing. Yeah, nobody, needs,
3: nobody needs a seven foot tall Miss Piggy.
0: That's no, not good. Uh-uh, nobody <laughs> needs that. But I mean, do you? Okay, let me ask you this though. Following up on our, on our previous caller, would you trade Galaxy's Edge for a? Muppets land as it was proposed back in the, the Henson era.
3: Okay. So I'm going to go with hashtag Scotty G on this one. I think I would trade one of the galaxy's edge because there, there doesn't need to be two. I, I agree with that there do, because Disneyland and Disney world are different enough. Like both main streets are a little different. Both tomorrow lands are a little, there's enough difference in them to make them just a little bit different, but I, I don't think we need a replica of both star Wars Lands in each park so i would i would easily trade one but just why trade one like let's just throw let's build a whole new muppet's land right. i mean every yes. kid in the 70s why do we need
2: two bad twos that's, that's what i don't understand cash. why do we need
0: two of them <laughs> like, well why do we always have to get rid of something to get something else like why did we have to get rid of the great movie ride to get Uh-oh. mickey and minnie's runaway railway you know why could we
2: just have both
3: Yep, yeah. I, I'm with you. I'm with you.
2: Mickey's runaway railway. I, not to get me on that tangent, should have been built in the uh, academy, uh, the animation academy, like where the yes, launch it should. Bay is yeah, no, I agree. With that.
0: I agree. I agree with that. Yes.
2: Uh-huh. Anyway, right. Jody so can I I ask you a question. Callers,
3: I, I, I just had to say that Sammy Eagle uh, photo pass photographer was was absolutely. I mean. What I'm telling you was we I went past it multiple times. Every time we were in Magic Kingdom to see if the person was there, and it was it was quite exciting when we finally did find the guy. So. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> I love those magic shots. Those are great. Can They're I ask great. you something, though, They're Jody? Because I just I know something that you did on your trip, and you're the only person I know that's done it since it's returned. So maybe give like a like a two minute review. But like, how is the how is the Hoop Doo? Because I know it just returned, and I know you went to Hoop Doo, and no one's been talking about it that much. So how was it?
3: Um, absolutely by far the most hilarious evening of our lives. Uh, I'll just tell you guys a story. So you guys know Tim, he's a lizard, whatever he's, so they were sitting up close at the table and, and she said, Oh, this family from Ohio are going to, I bet you guys are really good at tooting. And, um, so she, she does this. Hey, she wanted us to complete the, not the sentence, but the tune, right? So she goes toot, 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 toot. And Tim and or myself and the kids we both go toot toot because you know we're normal my husband goes toot 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 toot, like he totally missed the whole thing and she said well in all the years i've been doing this i've never had anyone mess up a toot toot but you and i mean and we were dying tim was bright red (laughs) we were dying laughing it was it was one of the most hilarious moments of our entire trip but that that show is great i I don't i can't tell you exactly the changes from the old one to the new one because it's been so many years i was at the old one but we we laughed so hard our our cheeks hurt and our bellies hurt from laughing and and the food was good but that's just such a great experience i i I mean and i was amazed that the entire upper deck was almost empty i mean there was hardly anyone there now we went to the four o'clock show but um because we (laughs) wanted to get out of the heat but yeah but it was phenomenal. I would, I would go again in a heartbeat. Well, well worth what, the money.
0: Well, too, that's what time normal people eat dinners at four o'clock. I mean,
3: I'm
2: so glad to see like, you know, some, and like, I'm great. I'm so happy to hear that I come back though. Like, you know, dinner and a show, like, like I know we lost the luau, but like, it's good to see like Hoopty Doo coming back. I know Victorian Elvers just came back as well. It's just, it's just nice to see these like classic um, restaurants coming back. And then you, you gave me your review via text and I was just like, I was cracking up at all the stories you were telling me. Like, I, I just loved it. And it sounds like you all had a great time, which is great.
3: Yeah, we had a, we had a great time. I would say the only thing that I remember from last time they didn't have this time is before the show they had, speaking of photo pass photographers, they had photo pass photographers out there doing um, some really cool photos with different props. They didn't have that this time. Um, You know, again, it's, new and there's staffing situations and stuff. I mean, we took plenty of our own photos, but it was out of, and we did some, we did space two twenty. Uh, Scotty, as you know, we did, um, Citrico's, we did, we did some really fantastic dining. We did 50th prime time. I got a, I got a peanut butter and jelly shake mic. Uh. but, but I would, for me by far hoop dee doo like it was, it was just good. You know, I'm, I've got a teenager and she loved it and laughed. I mean, laughed hysterically too. So, You know when you can when you can make a teenager smile that's 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 near impossible.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: near impossible. The
2: last time I got Emily to laugh so hard was actually when we're having like we went to Cosmic Rays and um what what is the guy? What is his name? Sunny Eclipse. Uh, Yeah, Sunny Eclipse. Like he was just on those one liners. I know it's animatronic (laughs) and whatever, but like she would not stop laughing. (laughs) And I hope she has a similar experience. I hope you do, and it sounds like she might. Like that, I wish I had video of Emily just watching the Eclipse because, like, I've never seen a kid like laugh so hard, like a fourteen-year-old. It was so funny. I That's
3: wish awesome. I had a video too. They, the people up front had a stuffed Remy doll, and they, and the the Remy doll was like looking up at the stage, and they were playing in on that. And I mean, it was, it it was it was well worth it. I would I would do that over any other dining experience because just because it was. The show and the the food was good, but the, 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 the laughter that we had as a family, like we're going to, those memories, we're, we're not going to stop laughing about that and thinking about that for years to come because
0: we were, and that's what it's we all about. That's awesome. Yeah. That's why you yeah. go. Cause that, that's exactly so that's,
2: why. And we're going with our family too. So like, I'm excited about that, but like, I feel like hoopty do would be something fun to do like with a huge group, right? Like, like you bring like a bunch of families together and it would just be a riot. So I think we're going to do it with ours, but like, I can't wait to like add on to that next time, like over like marathon weekend or something it would be a blast. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
3: I, I, I highly recommend it. it was, it was, it
0: was super fun. And you, by awesome. the way, to real quick before you duck out of here, you actually got to see Pam Forrester in the flesh during this trip, because I haven't seen Pam Forrester and it feels like two years. So she is still around. She does still exist. Correct. She is. We yeah. We, um,
3: we were, we broke a Gideon's cookies. I, yes, I just said that. Um, we we got up Sunday morning and got. We were one of the first, like ten people in Disney Springs. We were number like five in line for Gideon's cookies and for the peanut butter gold brew, which is, by the way, worth it. So good. Um, and and after we got the cookies, and we had to, we had a queue, virtual queue, to get our annual pass magnet. Uh, whatever so we're walking over there pouring sweat it's like 10 30 in the morning we're dying tim's in the store cooling off because he's hot and cranky a teenager somewhere off because she's hot and cranky the mom and i are running around and we run right into pam and then i had to I was like, oh, I can't wait to see you next year on the cruise. But I had to plug my little guy's ears because he doesn't know about it yet. So I was like, and can't wait to see you. Oh, wait a minute, <laughs> I can't say that out loud right now. So um, that's awesome. But yeah, we saw Pam and Steve and Hannah. It was it was fun. It was it was it was a hot morning at the springs. So man, was that hot.
0: Man, let me, let me tell you this. So I got to tell you about this podcast cruise because it is getting crazy. I booked just this weekend four more families with kids. That are going to go on this cruise with us. This we have more people sailing on this cruise we've had on any of the previous five, and this cruise has more families than we've ever had by far. So that's going to be so much fun because we have a lot of teens, we have a lot of like you know five to ten year olds, and the thing is, I don't know, like I mean, the kids team seem to really bond quickly. I mean, with the adults too. I mean, Scott and I met each other on the cruise. I mean, this is where we kind of became friends and you know, here we are. And the thing is, you know, I I think that it's it's just, it's such a relaxed thing where you're out having fun, you're going to the island, you're having a sea day, you're doing all these cool activities on the ship. But I'm so excited that we have this many families going with us because I just know that some of these kids are going to make friends with kids, you know, people from other places around the country and real friendships are going to get made. And it's just getting me more excited. But four more families just this weekend are joining us. And it's just, you know, the the more we have, the better it's going to be for everybody that's going on the cruise. Super excited.
3: I am. I'm so excited. We just, we just did a spring break cruise a Disney spring break cruise. And my daughter who is 15, cause she's, you know, she was a freshman the kids that she met in the vibe, their group text, she was at camp for and she wasn't they're not allowed to bring their phone to camp. So she missed are you ready? One thousand three hundred and fifty two text messages from her cruise group when she was gone to camp for the week.
0: No, I get it. Like that, get, yeah. and they're
3: from all over. Like they're they're from wow. California and Canada like they're from all over and they they just had so even your teens have fun, like they and we never saw her. She was off doing her thing, and the eleven year old would come back in and he'd be like, "Hey, I just made it to the championship of the whatever game that we're playing. Am I allowed to stay up later?" I'm like, "See ya, have fun, yeah. bye." Like you know, they they it, it's it's awesome, and I can't I can yeah. hardly wait for next July. So it's I'm good. looking forward to it. Hey,
0: it's August tomorrow. I can't believe it.
2: <laughs> right, hey Jody, um, please tell me you got a slice of cake at Gideon's, too, because that is where it's at. At Gideon's is the cake.
3: So, so I, I'm not a cake person. Um, I, I just, I just don't love cake. And this girl behind us in line was um, like, she goes, I guess, once a week and collects the cards or something. I, I oh yeah. Know. Oh yeah.
2: The cards are awesome. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. So she was telling us all about it. And, and I said to her, I'm like, so should I, should I get a cake? Like everybody talks about the cakes. And she's like, well, she's like, they're really, really dense and really, really. So we just, we just didn't, but that co- that coffee cake cookie, I wish I would have gotten four of those because we could have had that for breakfast every morning. That thing was awesome, and I'm a chocolate girl, and I still loved it, and it was it was good. So, yeah, I'm I'm definitely Team Gideon's. I will I will be back. Oh, it's
2: so. good. Okay. The cake though, the cake is the best cake I've ever had, and I've had I know. So good... I, know I know. I, mean, I, I know. Eat a cake. I know. I'm
3: sorry. I'm <laughs> I, I, let you down. I got every. I tried everything else on the Mike and Scotty food tour though. Like I got. I got the peanut butter and jelly shake. I got a No Way Jose. Yes. I did the stuff around. You, buffalo you went to Citrico's, at, yes. Uh, you really tried, yes. you did really good. I tried, you guys. I tried. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You can't do it all. You can. There's we gotta no put a, We gotta put on a passport
3: because she hit all, all. <laughs> the all the places. All right, I'll, I'll let you guys have some other. Cars. Should we have a scavenger so hunt? Like we like we yeah, right, that's what I'm saying with like the stickers and make the make check
0: like, boxes and stuff. Yeah, no, Jody. The sticker, hey, and J shake. This is a brilliant idea. Yes, thanks for calling, Jody. Hey, tell the family we said hello, and it won't be long. while i will be on the wish. It's going to be so much fun.
3: Well, we got to get through Dopey first. So, you know, oh, hey, <laughs> we did, got a lot of miles to run my, between now and then. <laughs> my
0: foot's not, not, my foot is not, uh, not working right right now, but we're going to, we're going to make it. It'll be fine. A little speed bump, but we'll, we'll, we'll get make there. It. All we'll right. We'll there.
2: see. We'll see you in a little bit. All right. Bit. Talk to you later. One. All right. Bye bye. See ya.
0: Oh, man. Now I'm, now I'm craving not only cookies, but a peanut butter and jelly shake. And now yeah. that grilled cheese sandwich, I don't need because I already had
2: dinner. Oh, my God. Dude, Thanks, the scavenger right. hunt, it sounds kind of awesome. <laughs>
0: Oh, dude, we could uh, totally do that. Yeah, we should like we each get to like submit like three
2: things. And, yeah, like, and everybody... Pam and Ricky too. You know, it's just like the what's their yeah, jam? Like, uh, the podcast favorite. Like it's like the tour. Yeah, and then you you will come up with some funny prize or whatever. I wonder what Pam's <laughs>
0: like number one like because you know mine like savory thing would probably be the grilled cheese, buffalo grilled cheese at uh, ABC. Oh Colons, yeah. like quick service. Oh, it's so good. The PB and J shake would be my thing over at fifties.
2: I don't know about Pam. It'd probably but. be like like uh like the the charcuterie board at baseline or something like, that. I don't, I don't know. There's so many things. Um, because yeah, then we put like our favorite drinks, like me and Pam, are beer drinkers, we could throw like a favorite beer. And if you don't like alcoholic beverages, then you can put like a Coke zero on there uh, or like a milk for Ricky. Like yeah, I mean, it's, Rick, it's a Rick, wide range. Yeah. Ricky will be like 2% half whole
0: <laughs> skim.
2: Yeah, if anyone's <laughs> never been on a cruise or with Ricky, like in the dining room, that's always a sight to see with all the milk that she orders.
0: Yeah, it's funny because, uh, yeah, you know, you're eating dinner and they're like, the, the waiter's coming up, you know, would you like uh, you know, uh, beer? Would you like wine with your dinner? Would you like uh, milk? Uh, are, you, are you eight? <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, yeah, we love Ricky. We love her to death. With we do. So the one night, the one night, this here's this, another Ricky story while well, she's out here tonight. The one night, we, this, I think it was a seven night cruise. Because we like we we went long after dinner and the boat was rocking because we were going this was this was a seven-night cruise because we were trying to get from one island to another island. It was a long distance, and that was the night where the ship had to go fast and the seas oh, were a little yeah. bit rough. And she had, had we were watching her dinner. Was this Apollo? I think it was Apollo.
2: Maybe. Oh yeah, because yes, they had a big like, group at Apollo. She, yeah, because yes. she
0: drank like four glasses of milk. I'm like Man, like she is, uh, she's putting the milk away, and so I later, in trouble
2: that night at Apollo by your by your Pam because I was getting Paige uh, some cocktails before because we went to like mixology beforehand. Then I went to I got Paige a couple more cocktails at Meridian, and then Pam did not look at. Was
0: yet. that the night I dressed like a pirate at Apollo
2: Because <laughs> it was pirate. You know, we might have wore the we might have wore the skinny jeans. We had the white skinny jeans. Oh yeah, I'm telling you what, Steve man, you come on a podcast wearing,
0: yeah. cruise, it's fun. Cause there was one night where I dressed like a pirate in Palo, and people were looking at me like, um, "Okay," but it was Pirate Night, so they're like it's it's okay. it's okay. You can be like, a, I was a fancy pirate, but I was a pirate with my wig and my eye patch yeah. and stuff. Um, but anyway, yeah, Ricky had had like four, like just kept drinking all this milk during during dinner, and then you know, so then we go to like Match Your Mate or something after after dinner to the game <laughs> show down in the adult area, and the ship's rocking because you're in the back of the boat and. And you could see she is turning green and it wasn't so much that the ship was rocking. It was fine. You know, you're on a boat, but it was that she had had, she had had like a half a gallon of milk with like, you know, whatever she had for dinner and that I was like, Ricky, like, oh, I don't feel too good. I'm like, you, you drank like a half a cow.
2: <laughs> see, for me, when that happens it's because I've had so many stops at the ice cream, you know, but. Oh,
0: I forgot the bell for the charcuterie. He got me there. Actually, yeah, I hit it, but go. I missed. Okay, so I don't know if we had any other trades up here, so I'll make sure that we uh, hit those if we had them. Um, ooh, Lonnie had a good one. How about Wakanda Land for Dino Land and Animal oh, Kingdom? Yeah. Oh, totally. Dino Land for
2: anything. That That's like your bag of balls. Well, Wakanda would be just sweet to just have. Like, that theming of that would just be, what they've done with like Galaxy's Edge and like, Cars Land and all that. Like I just think it would be so awesome.
0: So... Is right there in. is there are there more movies that are coming out in the future that are going to be set in that same? Yeah, I don't yeah, watch a, the yeah. movies. Is, is yeah. there like more that are going to be in that setting so they could do that? So? Correct.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's one coming out, to be honest. Um, I know they've been they've they just at the um, at Comic-Con, they released like more of like the like the timeline for the for the next phase. Um, and I'm not the best person to speak about it. But uh, I definitely know that there's more coming out, which would be awesome. It would be a good way to promote it too. Have a new land.
0: Yeah, they they need it. Okay, we're cool. Uh, We're going to, we have about uh, five minutes left here. Uh, Lisa had a question real quick. I want to get this out there. She says she started looking at Disney cruises. And she said, uh, let's see, what determines your down payment for a Disney cruise? So it's 20% of the cruise fare is your is your down payment, your, your deposit. The deposit is fully refundable until that final payment date. So you don't have to worry about it, just like Walt Disney World. So until, you know, and you, the thing is it's a floating final payment date, depending on how long the cruise is. Typically, if it's six nights or less, it's going to be about 90 days prior to your sailing for your final payment date. Seven days or longer, it's going to be uh, 120 days but it depends if your concierge will change, you know, there, there's certain restrictions for certain sailings, but just look at the part, you can see that, uh, but it's 20% and it is time sensitive because the prices it's dynamic pricing with cruises where as the ship fills and there's less capacity on any particular sailing, the prices go up. So it's totally supply and demand. So, you know, if there's only 10% of the staterooms left on a particular sailing, That's a hot sailing because it's almost sold out. So the prices will be higher for that stateroom than it might be for a sailing. that There's 50% capacity, you know, two weeks later because it's not as, you know, say the kids are back in school. It's Labor Day week or something like that, and people don't want to pull their kids out. So that's why you'll find like, oh, you know, this 5C stateroom is way cheaper, you know, two weeks later than it is on this sailing. Why is that? It's all based on, you know, the popularity of they they pretty much start out at the same rate. And it's just, you know, the hotness and the coolness of of how they they book. So have you learned anything from booking cruises? You booked a lot of cruises but you know, anything like that for, uh,
2: yeah, that's, that's the tip is just book it. When you have a date in mind, um, you just book it, you know, because as you were saying, Mike, as you get closer to that sailing date, the price is only going to increase, so just get on it as soon as possible. And then the nice thing is like, I know 20% is a little higher than what you would do for the, like a Walt Disney world package, obviously. Cause that's just like $200 down. That hasn't changed, which is crazy to think that that's know, never that's, changed Yeah, it, in my time being a Disney fan.
0: <laughs> I agree. Same, same. I know yeah. it's
2: pricing it like 400 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Nowadays. But the thing with cruises, a lot of times you book it so far in advance. So the 20% can be tough, you know, initially, but then just chip a little bit to the side, like every month or whatever, try to like say like, all right, I'm sailing in 10 months here's the cost of the cruise divide that for the for the remaining payment divide that by 10 and like try to save that much away like every month so when the due date comes boom you just have it in the bank already to go because there's nothing <laughs> Like that email that Mike's going to send out for the podcast crews asking for that final payment. Like you don't want to be surprised by it. You don't want to be taken aback. You want to be ready for that so that you can have fun with all of us in July.
0: I always tell myself I'm going to do exactly what you say. And I never do. And I always got to pay that big Piper <laughs> bill at the end, man. I'm like, it hurts. God, dude. I know. Cause I get myself. I'm like, dang, I should have done what Scott said, you know, back in July. Yeah. And then I I'm mean, like, I
2: say it doesn't mean I'm doing it. I know, much, seriously, I'm, I know. Because what like, I end up doing usually is using my getting out the good old Disney gift card and or not the, the Disney uh, Visa, the right? So card. yeah, you get six months free finance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I do. That like, I check okay, away that, gonna, that, gonna, that way. Yeah. dividing by ten, I'm going to divide it by six. <laughs> That's now. exactly
0: what I do. That's a hundred percent what I do. <laughs> That's why we're friends. Okay, last question from Jason uh, Contreras. I still believe it's on the roster right now. No, he says, uh, what is the latest arrival day you would recommend for the Walt Disney? world marathon so i guess he's talking sunday for the full is a saturday arrival too late to get to the expo for pack and pick i would say friday i mean you run running 26 on sunday i would shoot there to get there on friday go to the expo saturday get a good you know get you can even get in kind of late friday if you have to like come in late after work if you have to yeah. but you know get up on saturday have a lazy day go over to the expo you don't have to be at the expo right when it opens probably it's better to go to the expo in the afternoon it won't be as busy And uh, grab your stuff. I don't think it's going to be that busy
2: on Saturday. Sorry to interrupt. That's true. No, it's because all the dopey people are out of the way. And I will say, I want to say the hours like are reduced on Saturday. So it It might be like a weird time, like 10 to two or something weird like that. So that's why I'd say get down on Friday night. Because who knows what those hours are going to be it's not going to be how the hours are on Wednesday or Thursday so That's true get down there on Friday so that you can make make sure you can find that small because I think it's gonna be a small window when they're available on Saturday
0: yeah, but I'd definitely be there Friday I wouldn't especially because he's coming I believe from Chicago and I, I I've just Ooh, I've so, yeah, I mean seriously I've seen so many horror stories of people like I can't decide if like I gotta drive now because you know my flight's gonna be canceled you know and you're trying to decide that you know like where you know, it's a 15 hour drive and you're trying to decide like 20 hours prior to when you have to leave. You know, it's like, you are like it you zero hour. Like I, I got to make the call now. Go down Friday, January. You know what I January. like
2: to do one year? It's just like the time off just burns me every time. I'm like, I would love to do that castaway challenge with the marathon. Like oh, how cool would that dude. be? they like, Go on a cruise yeah. after doing dopey. That sounds oh, like the
0: best thing ever. I would love to do that. My wife would never let me do that,
2: but I would love to I do that
0: <laughs> every year. I'm like, I should,
2: I would get killed. So. like, that's like my favorite thing that they offer them. Just like, oh, like, it's the one thing I don't do, right? When you think about Run Disney, but like, it's just, I mean, the cost is a big commitment, but the time, too, like the time off, especially that early in the year, it's just so tough. But man, that'd be awesome.
0: Katie did it, she says.
2: See, Katie can do that yeah. though. She does all this cool stuff.
0: Like you look at her medals. Katie is awesome. awesome. She does all these cool races because she just goes everywhere. Like I, you yeah. know, I try. That's the
2: like, one medal I don't have. Like I got. Oh, I don't have the Millennium Falcon, the Kessel Run, which bugs me. Ah, I was same. Do that one is year, the, the year I was going to do is when they stopped doing it. <laughs> oh, I know. But um, yeah, I mean, because I have my coast to coast, I don't have that Castaway Key challenge. That would be awesome to have.
0: By the way, I was going to mention what happened with the bird. So the bird from last week, I went to get my breakfast burrito this Saturday, this uh, Friday. Got as far as the corner. That mockingbird was on the stop sign at the corner where we have to turn to go to the to the thing. It was sitting on the stop sign. I said, "Nope." Just grabbed Riley. We turned around, went home. I had a pack of crackers and a Coke Zero for breakfast. I was not even <laughs> the bird, bird is still there. It cost that business a breakfast burrito and a bagel. Because I did not go there and I hate to do that to a small business, but I was not fighting that stupid bird. So stay tuned for saga three episode three of this this whole saga next week because we'll see. Because I'm gonna try to get my breakfast burrito. It's that good. But I was that bird was like mocking birds make these weird sounds. I was like, I am not even getting, you know, on the blacktop again. I was this will make a fool. great
2: vlog like on YouTube, like the like day three of attempting to get the burrito. So mad.
0: And then this morning, I'm walking around the lake and his family just moved in here. They come rolling down with like all the breakfast items from from exit 11 from the place. Like, oh, have you been there? I'm like, yeah, I, I we've gone there. We live here like they just moved in two days ago. And they're talking about this place with all their breakfast foods. And I'm like, yeah. they, see, that ignorance is bliss. They don't know about the mockingbird. They just happened to be there when he was out. See, I know. like Everything's looking for me. You don't still want to be thought. Anyway, (laughs) we're going to get out of here, and I'll fill you in next week with what's happening. But thanks for spending the last hour with us. And give us any social media, uh, you know, trades you have. Because, again, our trade deadline does not expire on Tuesday. We can continue this conversation this week on social media at EPSCOT, E-P-S-C-O-T, Instagram and Twitter. I'm at BR Guest Mike. Uh, give us some feedback there. What would you trade? Who would you trade? Where would you put things? Universal, Disney, within the Walt Disney World theme parks. Don't forget, today's show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We are standing by right now to help you plan an awesome Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. All you need to do today is drop by the magicforless.com. Check out all the great tools right there on the site. And while you're there, fill out that quote form and we'll take care of you from there. So check them out over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And also a huge thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all this possible. We get to talk to folks all around the world, build this community. It's all because of you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. So hop on over. Check it out. Uh, Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Okay, lots of shows coming your way this week, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And, of course, next Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Same time, same channel, same place. We'll see you there. So for Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
1: You've been listening to the Br Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at brguestpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.